Hi there, and welcome to the Average Golf Society podcast. My name's Rob, and I'm joined by Mr. Croaky Croaky, Warren. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so I've got a bit of a croaky voice this week. So if I cough now, I apologise. Um, you seem fine when we played at the weekend, Warren. What happened? I don't know. All of a sudden, I've just got this this horrible build-up of meh-ness. Mm, never nice. Face. That's horrible. Horrible. As Rob has just said, he saw me the weekend. So that must mean that we have played golf. Yes, we did. We played golf. <laughs> we played golf at Rushmere St Andrews in it just outside of Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Uh, a society game. How did you find it, Rob? Uh, yeah, I found it well. I always seem to play fairly well around there. I think I've won around there before. I've also won the uh, pairs contest around there a couple of years ago. So yeah, I always do fairly well around that. Club. Maybe it just suits me. I don't know. Uh, that's a lovely course though isn't it yeah I came fourth I think out of 18 was there 17 17 it's not too bad where'd you come Uh, near the bottom (laughs) I had an absolute mare I did not play very well as I said on the last part I had a lesson Mm. I've now had another lesson as well so I've had two lessons I think I was trying too hard yeah Um, trying to put into action what he taught me um, don't get me wrong when it goes right I mean I hit some absolute perlers a couple of really nice shots but the rest of them were sort of duffers and I, yeah. play, I was frustrated because I can play better than that I was playing better than that before I had lessons <laughs> um, you've lost your spot at the top of the table now haven't you I'm absolute gutted <laughs> so I need to play need to really work hard this month um, and concentrate ready for our next game at Colm Valley because mm. that's a that's another tough course, but a really good course as well. So I'm looking mm. forward to that one. It is, yeah. So what are you two points behind with two games to play? Is yeah. That right? All right. Yeah. Everything to play for. Yeah, it's um, just not capitalised on playing very well. I just need to pull my finger out of my arse really. Mm. Uh, my good play on Sunday put me in the final of the knockout cup as well. Yes, mate. Yes. So that'll be at the end of the season. Might get my hands on some silverware this year. My silverware that I currently have in my um my flat <laughs> good so, so bit, yeah I'm a, I'm a bit sad to see you go because it's going to leave quite a big quite a big space gone now mm, that is a big trophy and it's our biggest yeah. trophy we had quite a lot of rain the day slash the night before didn't we Rob mm, god didn't we um, so when we got there which is unheard of for July we had preferred lies <laughs> yeah there was a lot of uh, surface water well it was to begin the round but it it was gone by the time we yeah. got past the first few holes so uh, it was weird yeah the greens though were still amazing such good nick and they had a pitch mark and really good greens really enjoyed them and the food is always amazing there oh the food <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's the best food we have all year um, we always have steak pie, and that is always. Amazing. It is the best steak pie I've ever had, hands down. It is. Sorry, mum. Sorry, nan. <laughs> the, the only thing I'm worried about is like we only ever have steak pie there. What if the other food is even better than that, and we've never even tried it? The steak pie might be the worst thing on their menu. <laughs> let's, let's just not tempt fate. Let's yeah. just stick to what you know what's good, all right? <laughs> so out of ten, Rob, what are you saying, mate? Probably a good eight. I'd agree with that. All right, good, fair dues. I, would, I wouldn't say there, there was any downs to the um, to the day to the course. The only trouble with that course is it's on public grounds, 
Um, So you do get a few dog walkers and things and they have right of way. So, so you do wait a little while sometimes for someone to get their dog off the fairway. Um, But despite that, the, the course is always in really good condition. It's, it's strange. You'd think that like kids would piss about with it more, really, wouldn't you? Mm. Like, like rakes go missing or flags go missing, but yeah. it's never the case. It's, it, you know, the greens are immaculate there. Like the dog walkers, like I'd say half of them will let you play before they before you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they'll say you come through. And, like for instance, I hit a wayward shot into the trees. And I didn't see some walkers. So I didn't shout for. Oh no! Did you kill a dog? No, no, no! I saw some walkers. No, and I went into the. I went into him and I said I apologise to him. So I'm ever so sorry. You know, I didn't see you because you were behind. My friend was. Um, yeah, Clayton, who was in our group, he was standing there, and I couldn't see him in the distance. Mm. So then when I walked over there, I said I'm ever so sorry. I said, oh, we had a golf ball come down. We didn't realise yours. I should have shouted for. It. I'm so sorry. Like, no, no, that's quite all right. And they helped me look for my ball. <laughs> all right. Even, that's nice. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, you, did you see any deer? Because we saw deer as well. No? Well, where was that? Uh, we saw one on the 16th. And then there was one in the woods when you go around those par threes as well. Well, right. No, 16th um, on that par five. Um, yeah, there's yeah. one just moping about halfway up the fairway. Was just a little monk jack. Oh, that's a monk jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, no way. Oh, nice to see a bit of nature on the course. Yeah, always, always. So, Rushmere, you've got a solid 8 out of 10 from the average golf society. And Leiston and District. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that happened was Tim breaking a club on the course. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. So, Tim is in the group behind me. I wait because I, I go with Tim and he picks me up and that because I haven't got a car in that at the moment. So, I was waiting for him on the 18th. I see him coming up the fairway and I see him stand there. He's sort of, you know, does his little routine. Hit the <laughs> ball, massive slice into the into the bushes, chucks his club back into the bag, gets his glove, chucks that into the hedge as well. And I was like, oh dear. And then he gets up close to me. He said, oh, I said, get on all right then, mate. Then he said, yeah, lovely. <laughs> Got out of his bag, just this nine iron in half. No. I was like, oh, no. When you hadn't snapped it, he said, no, I threw it at someone. What? Someone? <laughs> <laughs> Who did he throw it at? At Vinny. Um, oh, I assume that that was in jest. Um, Tim not like that at all, I hope. Um, so there is a, a just given page if anyone wants to donate for Tim's new shaft. So um, www.justgiven.com forward slash shove Tim's 99 up his arse. Um, all one word. Obviously, it's not real. Any donations will happily come towards the Average Golf Society podcast, if you like. <laughs> so the other thing that's happened since the last podcast is the Open. Yes. None of well, our bets came in. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know about you, but I am going to donate £10 to to um, Lloyd's charity. I don't know about you, but I feel... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy to donate anyway. Yeah, yeah that's good. So, sorry, Lloyd, none of our bets come in, mate, but we're going to give you some money anyway. Um, but yeah, what a weekend that was. Rory McIlroy, what on earth is going on on that know. first hole on Thursday? First hole. He started coming back a bit after then, but ugh, it was never going to happen, I suppose. No. Do you think the pressure just got to him? I don't know what it is with Rory. Sometimes he just doesn't seem to want to play. After that happened, he was just sort of, he was almost laughing and joking with his caddies, like the rest around, like like he didn't care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Same for he... Tiger. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what was wrong with him. He just looked miserable. He just didn't look like a happy man. I think the right man won. Mr. Lowry. Well done, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, for Ireland as a whole, it's massive. Looks like from the videos afterwards, he had a good time afterwards. Oh, I'm well. sure he did, yeah. As <laughs> only an Irishman can. Yeah, definitely. I, personally, I'd like to have seen Fleetwood one, just because I'm a fan of his. But um, Yeah, me just, too. just wasn't really, to be in the end. I really like Tommy Fleetwood. Mm. He's a but, guy that I'd, I'd think that I'd quite happily go down the pub for a pint with. Yeah, exactly. Love. He'll win something soon. He, he's got a major in him, definitely. I mean, he's got that's the second time in a year he's come twice because he came twice, came second at the um, US Open, wasn't it? At Shinnecock. Mm, yeah, you might know better. You might know better than me, but yeah, I think so. So he's got it in him to win. Um, I think, on, especially on the back of his Ryder Cup performance as well last year, <laughs> the man has got it in him to win a major. I watched all of Sunday. In fairness, you watched yeah. all day. That's great. Uninterrupted, which was nice. So, well done, Shane. Well done to Royal Port Rush. It looked an amazing course. Yeah, I'd like to have gone there. Tell you that. But you are going next year, though, Rob. Yeah, I've already already got my tickets. Yeah, got me accommodation booked. It's all sorted. Just a whole year to wait. A lot can happen in a year. <laughs> if I die before I get to go, I'll be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, as long as I can have your ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And you can you could. Have that now. If if I die, you can have my tickets to the Open next year. Lovely, thank you. <laughs> so this week's guest, who is it, Rob? Uh, her name is Rachel Hill, a lovely lady, um, someone who's been following us on Instagram since we first started Instagram. So it's really nice to to talk to her, and um, she she plays a lot of golf with her entire family. So that was quite interesting to talk about. It's unusual to see a photo or a story of her that's not playing golf. Mm. She's also a gin connoisseur, so I found out the other day, which had an interesting chat with her about that. Nice. Um, She likes a good old bit of the Bombay, which is the best gin about, in my opinion. Oh, I don't know. I like a 209 these days. I don't know. You got me onto Bombay in gin in general when we were in Portugal last year. When we were (laughs) Lady lady Boys. boys. (laughs) Which, if if you don't watch Alan Partridge, you might understand it. A Lady Boy is a pint of lager, gin and tonic, and a Bailey's. <clears throat> the, the most masculine drink possible. Yeah, the most expensive round in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Rachel, she's uh, such a nice woman. Like, like Rob said, she's been following us from the start. You know, and she plays. A, it seems like she plays a lot of golf, mm. uh, and she's just an all-round really nice woman as well. Um, so we are delighted to be joined on the podcast by Rachel Hill, who on Instagram goes by the name of. Hill underscore Rachel underscore Anne, I think. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> At least she knows. <laughs> uh, so how, how are you doing? All right, Rachel? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. And you guys? Yeah, good. Thank Very you. Very well. Very well. So, Rachel, like, um, how did you get into golf? Uh, through my dad. Yeah. Hey, the old dad, yeah, the classic. I think a, yeah, I think a lot of women do or girls do get into golf because of their dads, from what I can sort of Mm -hmm. tell from other people but um yeah I kind of I grew up around golf um my dad's played golf for as long as I can remember um my brother played from a young age and my mum took up the game in her 40s I think Mm. um it's a real family sport then yeah it's really good yeah nice do you watch golf as a family as well do you gather around a telly for um for open week well no we don't really gather around but (laughs) you know if I'm around their house and it's on we do watch it now together yeah definitely but um 
I just, it, it does seem a bit ironic that years ago when I was younger, I used to mock my parents for watching golf. Oh, it's so boring. How can you watch mm-hmm. that? Oh, good. Yeah. And then I end up playing it and actually being obsessed with the sport myself years on. So <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny, really. Cool, cool. So um, how long have you been playing? Well, I started sort of late summer in 2016. Yeah. So the golf club that um, we, I am a member of created a course to introduce more women into the game. Um, and my dad nagged and nagged and nagged and said, come on, if you're going to do it, do it now. So, yeah, signed up. And it was um, a course of five weeks, um, just one hour a week. Um, you didn't need any equipment. Um, and it was sort of what they call a roll up session. So you just go along um, each week. It was something different. Um, and they just made it really fun, relaxed, um, nothing too serious, basically. And I managed to drag about five friends with me to to give it a go rather than going on my own. And yeah, so we did sort of blocks. So it'd be like a block of five weeks, an hour a week, and then you'd have a bit of a rest mm. and then another block and then another block, which took me up to sort of autumn um, in, the, in 2016. And out of the five of us, it was only really me and one of my other friends that liked it enough to carry on with it really yeah Yeah, so we did I would say 2017 was really just going out on the golf course and just giving it a good crack really (laughs) (laughs) not really knowing what we were doing but not scared to go out and just give it a go really so that's what we did into sort of 2017 and into 2018 Hmm. and then last year I did put my cards in for my handicap and last year was really just about getting used to the game um and then this this year is the first year that i've now started to enter a few competitions not wow. that i'm anywhere you. near ready for it <laughs> at all but I'm, I'm giving it a go anyway what about your friend does she stick with it or yeah yeah, yeah we play, still play with you yeah we still play together and another girl actually there's three of us who play regularly together nice um which is why i'm sort of doing the competitions this year because i do think you get used to playing with the same people all the time Mm, Uh, and I really just need to get out of my comfort zone and play with other people it is really nerve-wracking playing with people you've never played with before yeah yeah just think oh god please let me just actually hit the ball you know yeah Um, Yeah. (laughs) and I don't think those nerves are well at the moment it doesn't feel like those nerves are ever going to go but I think the more that I play with different people and people I've not played with before and in different formats and competitions hopefully those nerves will eventually go do you remember that first tee shot of your um, first round? <laughs> yeah, very well. <laughs> how, how badly did it go? I think <laughs> did you hit the fairway? The left somewhere. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think we could all relate to that one. God. Yeah. <laughs> so you said um, you started in 2016. Like, had you been threatening that you were going to start playing golf then, or like? Not really. How, no. How, um, no. No. Um, I used to play hockey actually in my sort of late 20s, early 30s. Um, But when I had my children, I really struggled to get back to the sport because they want you to, it's like a team sport and they obviously want you to commit um, every weekend. And I never got back to it. Um, And something my mum had said to me really stuck that she said she wished she started golfing in her 30s, not her 50s. So when this course became available at our golf club and dad said, come on, if you're going to do it, do it now, I thought, it was a bit of a random decision, really. Um, I just went along just just for an hour a week with my friends, really, just to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the first five-week course, I was pretty much hooked, really. Uh-huh. It's addictive, yeah. isn't it? It is very addictive, yeah. <laughs> I think you either really you catch the bug or you don't. 
no. with golf. Because some people try and really dislike it. Or, or like us three, obviously, you, you play and you're like, actually, I really like this. Yeah. Yeah, my brother tried it. He went for a round a few years ago. But I don't know whether he expected it to be easier than it is. But, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, he, he just never wanted to go back. He, you know, it just wasn't for him. And I guess it's the same for a lot of people. It's weird. Yeah, very it's, weird. I think for me, because in the the course you hit just a couple of good shots and it, it you think, Oh, I can do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's what hooks you. Yeah. You can play a whole round of duffers, but if you hit one awesome shot, it, it that draws you into try and do it again and keep repeating. It does, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have that now. Like <laughs> even like, you know, when you just hit a sweet drive or like a sweet, really nice iron shot or a real nice chip, mm. you're like, yeah, I really like this game. Yeah, yeah. You know, that makes you forget about all the rubbish shots you, you yeah. had and whatever. So you said earlier that you were putting your cards in like last year or this year. Yeah. So what are you currently playing off? What's your handicap? So my handicap is still the same from when I put my cards in. So my yeah. handicap is 40. Right, okay. Um, I put my handicap cards in um, in March last year when it was really wet, actually. So I don't know whether my handicap will come down naturally this year or not. But to be honest, I'm quite happy at being at 40 because it sort of gives you a chance. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, when I played in a couple of Stablefords and um, other, comp- we had our leaders open Monday this week, actually. For that, unfortunately, I had to play to 36. So I didn't actually get my four extra shots, which I was a bit sulky about. Um, <laughs> but actually, I didn't play too badly. So it wasn't, it was all right. But um, I just, you know, I just don't really think it really matters what, you get to start with um it's just a starting block i think a lot of people put too much pressure on themselves to have the lowest handicap possible i don't know there seems to be a lot of stigma around it for me it's just a number and i think well over time if i am better than that naturally it will come down or you know it could go up i don't know but for me i don't really i don't really care it's funny because i always feel like getting a lower handicap is good for kind of bragging rights to say that you know you you're getting better as a golfer but secretly yeah. you want a higher handicap so that you do a little bit better in the competitions yeah. <laughs> you, you don't say that out loud no. <laughs> so so what do you prefer playing do you prefer playing stable foods with your handicap or do you prefer playing stroke play i haven't played in too too many sort of different formats but i did i did enter the knockouts and that was match play okay um and i did really enjoy that because that was just you just play hole by hole um yeah, yeah, yeah. and i quite liked that format actually so i think yeah. that's been my favorite so far and i do like the good old texas scramble now again mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we do quite a few friendly texas scrambles on our additional nine hole course and i do quite like that for a, a change now and then because there's no pressure you know and if you have a bad shot the chances are someone else is gonna have a good shot so yeah. You are like match play. Um, it's kind of it's more instant scoring, is it? Because you, you you can just say, "Oh, I'm one up." You know, it's there's no, yeah. "Oh, you're on this." You're trying to work it out. You know, it's um, it's a lot easier. It me is. Tim, yeah. Me and Tim do that when we when we play quite a lot. We we'll just play, if it's just him and me, we'll play match play with each other. You know, when we're sort of like getting on the putting green, you're waiting for a putt, like you just start giving each other shit. <laughs> Especially if that's one to win or like one to draw, you'll start egging each other, and that's that's quite good. Quite a good laugh. Yeah, but but we mostly play stable for us, don't we, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Starting, mm. yeah that's, well, we've got such a range of um, skill levels that you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. since you started playing, what's been the sort of hardest thing to to sort of master? You know, what's your uh, what's your Achilles heel in the in the golf world? 
for me personally, it's um, I might either have a really good game mm. or just a really bad game. There never there doesn't seem to be much in between with me at the moment, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm struggling with. I don't seem to have much consistency, and it I it's just so frustrating. I can't understand how you can go out and have a really good round of golf. And then yep. go out and have a round where you don't feel like you've ever picked up a club before in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's changed in between? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I know that happens with everybody. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you've been playing for years or one year. I know that it does from talking to other people. It does happen to everybody. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the one thing I have struggled with is consistency. And that is what I'm trying to work on at the moment. Nice. Good. So you say it's like your mum, your dad both play. And did you say your brother play? My brother sure. plays. Yeah. Uh, and also, I take it, um, your family plays as well? Yeah, my husband plays. My two boys now have started playing. They're only six and eight. Um, oh, I've seen them on your Instagram swinging a club. Yeah. They look pretty good. <laughs> Better than me already. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you? Uh, what's it like where everybody in your family plays golf? Well, we're all just fighting to who's going to go out and play and who's going to stay back. <laughs> <laughs> It does get a bit competitive. No, we seem to. It's 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 really nice having your whole family play golf because mm. it's not you don't find many people that can go out and play with their mum or their dad or their brother. Um, mm. You know, in the in the summer months, because um, the the club that we play at, we have um, one to eighteen, but we also have an additional nine holes, which is a bit quieter. Okay. So in the summer, we'll just get a buggy, put the kids in the buggy, put their clubs in. Um, I mean, my husband will go and out, go out and have nine holes, and then the kids, you know, if we're on, when we're on the green, they'll get their putters out and come and have a little go. Oh, um, and it's just, it's just really, really nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, that is nice. I've got a six-month-year-old daughter who I really want to get into golf when she's a little bit bigger. Yeah. How can I do that? How do I persuade her? What's the key? Um, well, she gets to spend time with her dad. I mean, well, that's yeah. not a selling point, surely. Don't put her off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you would just maybe when she gets you know, to a certain age, just take her out on the on a little mm. pattern green or driving range and introduce her to it. Because I don't think girls get introduced to that sport as an option. I suppose, yeah, yeah you could be right. I'll definitely take her out. Hopefully she'll, she'll pick it up. Yeah. Fingers oh. crossed. I think... We have, um, we have, a, we have roll-up sessions at our, at our golf club for children for young ones mm. um our lady pro also does what they, i think it's called girls rocks golf or something like that and that is aimed at young girls mm. um and that does really really well so i don't know how many golf clubs across the uk do it um yeah but, i mean you know some weekends she can have up to 15 20 girls there and i just think it's brilliant but there doesn't seem to be enough places that offer that mm. i think we that's a change that's the thing yeah. in our sport that we need. I think we need, obviously, more kids playing, but more young women and more women playing golf. It's just, just what I see more, get the old um, perception that it's just an old man's game or it's just a yeah. man's game out because it's just yeah. not, you know. Mm. Um, the, when we were, we played on Sunday and we were having a drink in the bar and there was um, a youngster's class going out. And there, I've never seen so many children practicing on the on a putting green or on a yeah. driving range. There must have it's, been fifty of them on one little putting green. Of, yeah, of six it's holes. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I reckon the thing, and the good thing was, um, half of them, if if not more than half, were girls as well. Yeah, and, just, and they, they all putted better than Warren does. So let's not go. Let's let's not go into that, Rob. That's times and places. Yeah, well, don't, I don't want to talk about my rubbish putting again. <laughs> like 
There's always one thing we've got to diss about my golf at one in our podcast. Let's not talk about my putter this week. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how are you, you said like about lessons and stuff like, are you still having lessons and like how are you getting on with them if you are? I am. Um, I started having lessons with um, a chap actually called Paul Barrington. He's actually a, also a trick shot specialist. Okay. Oh, cool. And he owns, um, he used to be the, the prep, uh, the pro years ago at the golf club that I'm a member at um but he owns um like a virtual golf place now in central Bristol okay so you're it, they're like bays where you you can play whatever course you want you just program that course into the you know the oh, bay okay. and you can play whatever course you want and you sort of hit into a net but it, it records you from all angles um and that really helped to begin with because when someone tries to tell you what you're doing with your body I really struggled to understand how to correct it, but having a lesson there when you can visually see what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. I then knew you know what to do to try and correct it really. But now I've, I have also now started having lessons with the lady pro at my golf club called Emma Brown, yeah. or the golf coach if you want to look her up. Um, and I did have a two-hour playing lesson um, on the course last Friday, um, which went really well actually. Yeah, um, I think it really helps if you have it on your own course. And I think I was at the stage of my game where I sort of struggle with an awkward lie or a bunker shot or mm. you, know, you don't just get that on the range. You know, you yeah, can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that sort of lesson of all the scenarios that I've been struggling with. Um, and I really took a lot from it, actually. Yeah, it's really good. Do you, mm. do you find when you're practicing, do you find you get more out of going to the range or having a practice nine holes? practice nine holes really I try not to go to the range too often especially for soft and mat because yeah. it's just so different to playing off grass mm-hmm. and yeah. I can go to the driving range and hit a ball off the mat lovely and then I go to onto the grass and I think well I was hitting it a lot further than that at the driving range mm-hmm. um you know and I do think it is so much different you know playing on grass so I definitely get more out of just a casual mm. casual round of there's, nine holes than I do there's just range. no way to to simulate like rough or um you know different textures on the ground you just can't get that on a range it's um but just to to just to, to swing and get your swing in shape is um the range is obviously worthwhile but yeah i'm with you nine holes definitely over range yeah, yeah me too definitely yeah. like when you your golf club like how what's the women's membership like at your golf club is there a lot it's, of you? Is there not? Or it's really growing now. Actually, I think my mum said, you know, years ago they probably had about twenty ladies with handicaps. Yeah. Um, we've got about fifty-five now. Oh, great! Um, so it, it is growing, um, and that's really nice to see. And I think the reason it's growing is that our lady pro Emma um, does the course to introduce women to the game every year, and mm-hmm. every year she must have at least twenty, twenty-five ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, come along to try the sport mm-hmm. and out of that a good half probably like it enough to want to carry on um and then they become members so we do have a really good ladies section now at our golf club so we're quite fortunate actually so oh, if if anyone's listening who fancies doing it um what what sort of time of the year does the course take place it generally starts around um springtime mm-hmm um, I mean, if you're in the Bristol area and you're interested, if you look up the Lady Golf Coach on Instagram, um, you'd be able to find all the details on there. But yeah, it starts around April time and she'll do a course for a set amount of time and then she'll have a break and then she'll do another one with new with new people. Mm. Um, so it happens quite regularly throughout the year. But yeah, from sort of April to the end of the summer. Mm. That's really good. That's really yeah, good. 
I wish I'd done something like that when I started playing, actually. Um, yeah, me yeah. too. Sort of regular, yeah. And what's really good is you don't even need any equipment because a lot of people, I think, are put off with golf because the cost of the equipment that you need to buy to be able to play. Um, yeah. You don't want to invest in that sort of equipment if you're not going to like it. Um, yeah. So we're well equipped as well. You can come along with absolutely nothing, like not even a glove, um, mm. you know, and everything nice. is provided because um, you only really want to spend the money on it if you're going to play the game. Mm. Yeah, I take yeah. it then if people do want to spend money on it, you're coach will advise them on on the clubs to buy which um they wouldn't get if they just went out and bought them if you see what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so like um how does like the women's membership get on with the men's membership in your golf club is that quite all right is it like all right to get on with each other or is there sort of do you do you ever hear any sort of remarks if you if you know what i mean yeah i mean you get you get the odd remark um you know i've had only I've only had two instances myself um, personally. I don't think I think you're always going to get a little bit of a remark now and then, but overall um, we're we're pretty well integrated actually. We Good. we're yeah. It's not it's not a stuffy club at all. It's quite you know they're they're really welcoming actually. But yeah, you you obviously you do get the odd occasion mm. um, where you get like a, a a remark that's not needed now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a shame, but um, yeah, that's a shame that that's happened to you as well. We, or I hate hearing things like that. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he, the the guy. I think it was the guy on a corporate day. We get a lot of corporate days at our golf club. Mm. Um, I was he, about to say, um, often it's not the members that do it. It's, so um, it's I don't think yeah. it's one of our. I don't think it was one of our members. Um, and he'd clearly been drinking because he was stood on the tee with beer. And as I walked past, he just said to me, "Oh, going home to put the dinner on, love." And um. His friends looked quite embarrassed, actually, and I couldn't really think of anything quick to reply, so I just carried on walking. But he then proceeded to duff his shot into the pond, so I think calm. Oh on. yeah, yeah, you had the last <laughs> laugh there. Felt it so planned, really. Yeah, <laughs> I like that's that. great to hear. That is that's great. The only other thing is we had a remark of um, like don't hold us up. I just mm-hmm. it wasn't really needed, but you know we didn't see them all the way around on our round, so you know we we, we weren't playing slow. But I just think it's just you don't need to say it really. It's just not um, you know an unneeded comment mm. you know every now and then you'll get something so frustrating to hear things like that though and the only other thing that does get a little bit annoying actually not that it really bothers me personally but you do get stared at quite a lot i think just purely because there's just not many young women um on the golf course so they're almost mm. like oh we've, we've heard this story before from yeah uh, we're, we're both guilty of this just because we're not staring <laughs> at you because you're a woman no. We're staring at you. Are they staring because they think, oh, a woman on the course, let's see what she got? Or yeah. are they staring at you as if to say, oh, let's have a look at her duff and her shot? You know, you just can't, you just don't know what's going through their mind. But they do just, you know, sometimes you will get someone that would just blatantly stop and just watch you with, you know, take your shot. But it's really off-putting sometimes, got to say. Yeah, like like I said, like I'm I have been guilty of that myself in the past, but I I find I'm more interested of how they get on. Yeah. Like, rather than be pervy or to put oh look there's a woman oh let's see like you said if she's gonna duff her I'm not she wants to see yeah. if has a good shot or not at all yeah, yeah it's just I'm that sure most, I'm sure most people are just curious to see how you how you know how you play mm-hmm. uh, and I equally like to watch you know older people hit a ball you know just to see how they get on or or, or young children you know just just because yeah. you want to see uh, are they playing good golf that I could probably beat me you know. <laughs> 
you're obviously you said you've got this um the five the three blocks thing to get women into the course what do you think in general could be done to get women into the into the game i don't know really just more advertising um because if you you know if you're not if it's not a sport you're naturally interested in mm. i'm not really sure how you, how ladies would come across any information about what you know these courses that are out there or you know what's on offer so do you think that the, the most powerful tool at the moment of social media do you think that needs to be utilized a bit more yeah i think it's a good platform for yeah yeah for you know making people aware of what what's on offer right there definitely so if you saw a group of women who never played golf before what would you say to them to try and get them into playing golf oh well i'm always trying to get people into playing golf all the time oh, great <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm always trying to recruit girls or women or, you know, and just you're just trying to get the message across that it's not a stuffy sport anymore. And what's not to like? You get four hours with your friends. You know, when we when I go out with my friends, we just four hours, chat, chat, chat. You're out in the fresh air. It's a, it's a fun game to play. Yeah, it's frustrating, but, you know, it always keeps you going back for more. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, I just, I'm always yeah. trying to... There's almost no other sport where you can spend four hours just talking to someone, is there? No. <laughs> Not that I know of, anyway. Uh, have you got anything that you want to ask us, Rachel? Um, Apart, right, can you just tell Tim, via the podcast, how much you like his socks? He's, not, he's like- not now, not on Instagram, and he needs to hear it from you personally. Can you just tell him how much you like them? Oh, that was going to be my question. When is average Tim going to bring out his own brand of golf socks? <laughs> <laughs> Average oh. Tim socks. It's hilarious. <laughs> Thing is, like, I'm immune to them now. Like, they don't bother me at all. I, just, I see them all the time. But that is, when we're walking around, people look at him like, what on earth has he got on his feet? <laughs> it's just sort of like, oh, I'm used to it now. I think when you mentioned him on Instagram, I screenshotted it and I sent it to him. And he's like, I'm an internet sensation now about my socks. I'm loving this. It's mad. The more people we speak to on the podcast or on Instagram, the more fans he seems to get. It's, uh, yeah. He started on Instagram and then deleted it. Crazy. He's too, he's too no. good for it. He's too cool. Oh. Too good. Can't be dealing with all the fans, can he, that's all. <laughs> His DMs crashed from the amount of messages he was getting, I think. Like... <laughs> yeah, too many people sliding in the DM. He says he's going to get a PR person in to deal with all. Yeah, I'm not doing that for him. <laughs> that's been really nice chatting with you. I mean I asked you to come on because uh, like I said you're one of the first people I followed on Instagram and I've, since I started I've been quite interactive with you like, well we've been interact- interactive with you and it's been nice sort of like watching your videos and it's quite nice to see you and your kids play golf together as well on there mm-hmm. yeah I'm actually playing um, with my mum dad and my brother tomorrow in a memorial day so wow nice mm, yeah that's really cool yeah I thought it'd be good. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Rachel. And you? Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's been really good. Um, nice to yeah. hear about family golf. It's really good. And we would like to hear from you in the future, see how you're getting on, if you improved and, and that stuff, if you want to come back on again. Yeah, cool. I'll keep you pasted. Lovely. Thank in you the meantime, much. In the meantime, enjoy your golf. And you? And speak to you soon. So that was Rachel Hill. Um, in the podcast, she talked about her um, Instagram name. Uh, she's actually changed it since. So if you want to follow her, her name is now golf underscore run underscore train underscore repeat. Golf run train repeat. Um, and you should follow her because uh, she posts some good stuff. Yeah, she's really nice. Um, 
also give her her golf pro who she talks about in that podcast you know she seems like a really awesome pro she actually worked at the open as well so give them both a a follow especially rachel and you know the more women we can get into our sport and be more diverse is is for the better i think Uh, yeah definitely i know people moan people moan about women like 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 she said that in in there about that guy there's no need there is no need to say things like out on the course guys you will ne- never say anyone to anyone regardless of their sex that you wouldn't want said to yourself that's how i live my life yep totally agree with that that philosophy mate yeah um that's basically a dick move so don't do it <laughs> exactly so um i hear we've had some some questions come in via instagram we have by a gentleman of shane.davis.7146 now, this guy left us an absolutely lovely review. Uh, so I hunted him down and I had his chat with him to say thank you because, you know, we've, we and Rob really appreciate things like that. Certainly do. And he has given us six questions. So here we go. Go on, do it. What is the best slash worst part of your game? Best, I'd say, is any shot where I'm between sort of 80 and 20 yards from the green. Uh, where I can use sort of a lofted wedge, um, right. lob wedge, sand wedge, something like that. Um, and I can just um, hit a nice sort of high lobbed shot that just sits sits as soon as it lands. Um, I could do that till the cows come home. You know, it's bread and butter to me. Worst bit is probably general consistency, uh, especially off the tee and putting. Um, one round I can hit every fairway and putt everything I try to and the next round it's completely the opposite um, and I'd love to be able to just even if I wasn't great all the time but you know decent all the time that would be that'd be good yeah. <laughs> how about you what, what's your best and worst chipping is my bread and bar I love mm. chipping I'd say anything the same as you from about 100 yards out put a wedge in my hand mm. I'm as happy as a pig in poo <laughs> um, like round the greens as well like bump like I don't flop shots is what I'm trying to master at the moment but bump and runs I love bump and runs mm-hmm. I'm about 20 yards out like a nice chip shot and uh, you know I love it um, I like a flop shot if I'm in some nice fluffy grass it's just those um, wait when you're on a bit more of a compact fairway it's a bit scarier to do <laughs> yeah on a tight lie yeah yeah um, but chipping's always fun yeah, you know, getting it close to the hole is just like oh, fantastic. When you get it and a hint of it, maybe going in, you're sort of oh, oh. you know, you look like a mere cat sort of thing on the fairway. I think it's a better feeling when you you chip close to the flag than it is when you hit a 300 yard drive. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. It's underrated. What's yeah. your worst part of your game then? Hitting the driver. <laughs> you're similar hitting, to me. Hitting the driver, um, hitting my free woods off the tee or off the deck. That's the reason I've actually gone and had lessons and I've actually realised that my irons aren't that great either. Like my swing, I've, I've basically sorted my swing right out. But that was what is, I originally went for my driver and I, I, shoe, I took a slow-mo video, which I put on Instagram mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, of what I was doing wrong. And the guy sort of said, you've got you know, a lot going wrong. So we had a look at it. Mm-hmm. We're sorted out. I've had two lessons and it looks a lot better. I sent you, didn't I, the before and after videos? You did, and I was my jaw dropped on how different it was. Doesn't mean I'm playing any better yet, though. <laughs> but it's an improvement. So, next question. Yeah. What's the worst bit of advice you've ever received? 
Oh, this is a bit of a tricky one. You go first. <laughs> oh, I think it's probably... It's got to be a case of, like, I lift my left leg up, right? Um, when I'm when I draw my club back, I lift my left leg up. So, like, I'm almost on my tiptoes. Mm. And I've had people trying to, like, get me to put it down. I just can't do it. And I just fuck up. So that is probably one of the bits of advice. Maybe hitting as hard as I could on a driver. That's probably that's a really bad bit of advice. <laughs> that was when I first started as well. I think what mine might be, and I don't know, people might moan at this, is uh, when people tell you to uh, not to lift your head up when you hit your shot. Because you, you have to lift it up to look at where your ball went. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it always seems a bit silly when they say that. I mean, obviously, you, you need to keep your head sort of still and looking at the ball. But mm. if you're lifting your head up before you've hit the ball, how are you seeing where you're doing it? You know, it seems I've weird to a, me. I've got a really bad thing that I look up too early. So, like, my club will be, well, I'll be coming through and I won't watch my golf club hit the ball. Oh, really? What, uh, you look up yeah. before it's even hit it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah. That's really, and I'm struck, like, I have to really, 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 really concentrate. And even if I'm saying in my head, like, what's the club hit the ball? What's the club hit the ball? I'll still look up too early and miss it. Mm. So then I get really peed off when I'm doing that. So. <laughs> Fair enough. What's the next um, one? What's the funniest shot you've ever hit? Yours has got to be hitting Matt last year, um, a couple of years ago. Oh, that wasn't funny for Matt, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit a, it was a big drive as well. It was over 250 yards, and I hit him square in the chest. Um, I was lucky not to break a collarbone because it was quite high up. Yeah, um, a hell of a bruise. Yeah, it? and if it hit him in the face, obviously, that would have been real bad news. I'm not, it, improved, I'm... it improved his look, though. Oh, that's cruel. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> I'd consider that the funniest shot I've ever hit. One in recent memory is when um, I think you were watching, actually. I was playing at the Essex and I hit a, it's probably about 150 yards, seven iron onto the last green on the 18th. Yeah. Um, behind the 18th <laughs> green. I just realised what shot it is. <laughs> behind the green is the clubhouse. Um, and between the green and where I was hitting is, is a, a pond. Um, and I hit it and separating the pond from the green is um, some wooden railway sleepers as a bank and I hit the sleeper and the ball probably then went as high in the air as I'd hit it and uh, it went <laughs> clattering on the conservatory roof of the clubhouse if you've uh, ever been to the Essex you know how close the, the conservatory is to the oh to and the I green. was so lucky not to smash stuff because it was went flying up on there you uh, you were so red as well when you come up there. Like, Where's my ball? It's like it's just over there, mate. <laughs> oh, embarrassing. What about yours? What's your funniest shot? I think this is before I'd got into golf a bit more serious than what I am now. Uh, I was playing at Halesworth nine hole. I was in <clears throat> it's the seventh hole, it's par three. I was in where all these new trees are they've been planted. So I was in the rough. Uh chipped out, one bounce. Hit a flag straight in the hole. Wow. So that's probably my... It's not even funny, really, is it? It's just a bit of luck, but I'm just trying to think of funny shots of it. Oh, I was with a guy I used to work with once, and we were playing um, in really heavy wind. And my ball was just off the green, and I had a backwind onto me um, towards the green, like really strong. And I got a lob wedge, and I turned round and hit it into the wind. 
and then it went right up back over my head and onto the grid. <laughs> that was oh, great. I, w- I wish I'd got that on camera because that was really good. That's um, that's Phil Mickelson-esque, that is, mate. <laughs> yeah, with a little bit of help with a strong gale. Yeah, that's really good. I don't think I've hit any others. I've hit some really bad shots <laughs> and, just, and just stood there on purpose and held the pose. But <laughs> Right, next question. What is the best tip someone has given you? Best tip I'll probably attribute to my old man who told me when I started playing golf, don't be greedy, be patient, uh, which I still try and do to this day. Your dad's you know, a wise man. He is, yeah. Just don't try and smash it all the time. Just lay up if you need to lay up. Uh, drop if you need to drop, you know, that sort of thing. And I tell you what, I, when we played, um, when I played in a knockout game at the weekend, I was playing with the chap I was playing in the knockout game. And I was very conservative, especially when, when he'd hit his tee shot out of bounds or something like that. I was proper just hitting iron down in the middle of the fairway, you know. It, it worked and I I came through and I, and I beat him because of it. What's your best uh, advice, best tip? Probably one of Tim's. And like we're not all Tiger Woods, so don't don't think that you can do stuff that you can't. And that is me saying something nice about him as well. Just like to clarify, I do say nice things about him. That's probably a really good tip that I've actually, since we've done that recorded that podcast, I've actually taken that forward and I've I've made myself think. Well, I'm not as good as what I think I am, so I need to play a bit more conservatively, or as I sometimes call it when we're playing conservatory. Right, next question. Now, this is the one that's had me thinking all day. What's your dream four ball, past or present? And present. Yeah, this is a very good question. We, we were debating about, just before we came on, actually, for me, four ball means myself and three other players to make up the four ball. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what you're doing as well? Well, I interpret it as in four, pe- four people and yourself. Oh, okay. But I have, I have got three people. See, now mind if I've got three players that I really would love to play with. And then I've got five as the fourth person that I've okay. got. Okay, let's do the, just do the three then and we'll do it as you're the fourth. All right, okay. So my first one is everybody's first choice in modern golf, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods. Yeah, I've got him as well as my first choice. Why did you pick Tiger for? Because to me, he is the greatest golfer. I'm, I'm too young to know of Jack Nicklaus and Gary Player and people like that, you know, when when I was young watching golf, he was he was just dominating, and um, to see him come back this year and stuff is just incredible. And I'd, yep. l- and especially as he seems to have mellowed in recent years as well. Like if you played with him a few years ago, he was a bit of a bastard, but yeah. but now I reckon he'd have a good chat with you as you played. I think a, a great example of that is him taking the piss out of Kevin Nars walking in after the Hulk ball. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this year, I think that's. Like they said in a commentary a couple of years ago, Tiger would have never done that. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, he's just the the greatest player in modern era. That man, like the knowledge, the chat you could have with him about uh, golf, mm-hmm. or maybe not even just about golf though, just maybe about like advice he's received or the players that he's played with. That's the other thing about not just the golf. It's like the you've got four hours walking around with these people as well, like mm-hmm. the chats you could have as well. So. So, obviously, are we, is that a joint first one for us? Yeah, say? I guess so. Yeah, I said Tiger as well, yeah. Um, go on, then. What's your number two? My number two is really random. It's Paige Spirinak. Do you know her? No, no I don't. She's, I don't think she's ever won a major tournament or anything, but she is a big Instagram golfer. 
um she's got more followers than jordan spieth you know she's um wow yeah she's got i think 1.6 million or something like that you know i'm obviously a male and she's a very pretty lady (coughs) Um, and it's always nice to spend a few hours in the company of a beautiful woman so um so when i was thinking of my list your wife's not listening to this issue (laughs) she might So yeah, when I was, I, I thought oh, I'm going to throw someone random in there. I've got Tiger on one side, so I'm going to have someone to talk about something else with, and sort of the social yeah. media thing that she does would um, be quite interesting, I think. That's good. That's good. That's good. How about you? The next one is is no longer with us. The oh okay. One. Um, so is my one after this. Actually, he's no longer with us either. Indeed. Um, he is what I would define as the Ryder Cup. This guy. Uh, it is Sevi Ballesteros. Mm. He is the, my idol in the short game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his way of thinking. To me, he embodied the Ryder Cup. And I love the Ryder Cup. To me, that's better than football, World Cup, any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Ryder Cup is the thing that I will sit there and I will be glued and absorbed yep. by. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he seemed like such... If you ever seen parts of him when he's on the course, he's had a laugh around the course while he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the things that like I, I gravitate, I gravitate to. And as well as him being an awesome player, he'd be such a nice bloke to go around. Like, so this evening, I remember finding a video. I found it on YouTube. He was doing bunker shots and flop shots with a free iron. Cool. And that's like mad. Trick, trick pattern shots and stuff like that. And like his stance with flop shot and this. And pitching with uh, a free iron is crazy. Mm. It's amazing, and I, you know, and that, that just proves to me how how good of a player he was. So yeah, to me, Sebi Ballesteros, I love to go around with him, get some words of wisdom about my game, because mm-hmm. I think I, I learn a lot from him. Cool, Sevi and Tiger, you'd get some tips out of them too, if they, if they gave them up, that's for sure. Who's I your third? He's my third, Arnold Palmer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to go around with him. That man has probably got so many fucking stories to tell. Um, <laughs> I've never seen a grimace on that man's face, ever. No, yeah, he's always a happy He's man. always got that happy smile, like a cheeky smile. And, yeah. And every golf, every person, everyone in golf has got so kind and fond words speaking about him. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, his golf, like, it's a shot of him on his golf course. Is it Bay Hill, his golf course? That is, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. Where they yeah. have the invitational. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the 18th with a pond in front of it. He hits a driver off the deck and it rocks up and rolls onto the green. What a shot. He must be in his 70s when he's hitting this shot. <laughs> I'm just in awe watching that. And then, like, to see him in his prime as well, winning the Masters, winning the Open, you know, and the, all the other competitions he won. Man, what a golfer. He's just, when you see photos of him in the past in that, he just looked like an absolute suave bastard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He looked so fucking dapper. They all did yeah. back in those days, though, didn't they? Yeah. And they just looked like, he just, man, you think to yourself, I want to look like that. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that, that's my, my free. So, that's Tiger, really good. Tiger, Sevi, and Arnold Palmer. Who's your, your third? My third. <laughs> I, uh, I thought really outside of the box on this one. Um, he's not even a pro golfer. He's an amateur. Um, and it is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> you know he'd be saying motherfucker at the ball. Oh, I day. would love that. I would love that. 
didn't he play in the Celebrity Rider Cup last year? I think he did. Russell. Yeah. He's not yes. a bad golfer, actually. He's uh, yeah. He probably put me to shame. So Muzzle, yeah, I'd love to spend a few hours in his company. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yours is there's me. I've gone for like proper <laughs> proper major winners, and then you've just thought of like Tiger. Um, some amazing woman and um, Samuel L. Jackson that's amazing mate that is did you have any honourable mention on your list Um, I'm a big fan of Sergio Garcia he was on my list was he yeah I'd love to spend a bit of time with him he always seems like such a just a a kind young chap so with him I'd either want to see him lose his shit or (laughs) him do his little Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have someone on my list if I knew that they'd lose their shit. If I could play with someone who really lost it, like John Rahm on a bad day, you know, that'd be quite funny. Man, he looks so angry. <laughs> I'd be scared, but it'd be interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I noticed I haven't got no English people on my list. Hmm. Um, interesting. Well, on, on, on my main three, but on my other list, I have. There's lots of other people that I could... I don't know. There's too many. For me, I picked Jack Nicholas because mm. I don't know if Tiger's going to beat his 18 majors. I don't know if anyone's going to beat 18 majors because that is some feat. The man's a golfing legend, golfing god. <clears throat> the Mount Rushmore of golf. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, oh, I'll tell you who else would be mine, actually. I forgot. Beef. Oh, yes. Beef, please come on our <laughs> podcast. Please. <laughs> yeah, and Samuel L. Jackson come on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Beef seems really good as well. He seems like to the other podcasts I listen to him in on as well. He seems like such a funny, down to earth guy as well. Uh, so I also have Ian Poulter. Oh yeah, that'd be quite good. Yeah, I think I'd just talk to him about Ryder Cup. I think all the way around. Cool. You want to be in a, in, a, in a pairing with him in the Ryder Cup? That'd be your dream, wouldn't it? I think imagine. he's just saying, can you imagine it being on the final day of the Ryder Cup and you get drawn against Europe's talisman for the Ryder Cup? Oh, you'd be, I'd be shitting a brick if I was an American. Cool, I would be. Um, my next one was Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. He just seems like a down, down white good egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that hair as well. <laughs> Obviously, I said Sergio. And the other one is Rory. Just to watch his game in the flesh as well mm-hmm. I think would be amazing for me so yeah that's that's my honourable mentions mm. yeah I'd like to, to play around with Rory I saw him hit a few shots when I went to the Open a few years ago it's nice to see it live we followed actually um, Fleetwood and Justin Rose we followed them all the way around the course and yeah. um, that was a good thing to watch yeah Yeah. so the next one um, the next question oh yeah I forgot we're doing questions <laughs> <clears throat> yeah the, the next question is Question that we are, I continually get asked when when I go live, something that I think the people need, something that I think everybody should own. And the question is, when is Tim going to release his own sock line? It's got to happen. Now, it's got to happen. I think if we were to do merch, this would be the first thing we'd do, is sock, multicoloured socks. I, I, I kind of feel like if they're, if they're going to be branded as Tim's socks, they should be socks that he's worn at least once. <laughs> Not washed. His feet, that's a fetish sort of shit, that is. There's, there's a few ladies out there who I think might, might, be, might be prone to that. 
I think Rachel would definitely buy this. <laughs> Preferably not worn. I don't think her husband would get much on it. She loves the coloured socks. Rachel does, and like, the people of Instagram, man, they love it. That's mm. crazy. If we would go go into merch, socks would be up there for us. Um, <laughs> he, I don't know how many colours he's got. Every every Thursday he rocks something with a different colour. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but love yeah, it. hopefully, Shane, he will release them soon. If not, me and Rob will look into releasing them. Yeah, just steal a pair next time you you see him and just post them off have the you, chain. Have you, smelt, have you smelt his feet? Oh, I don't want to. Oh, that's horrible. Now, yeah. So, yeah, that is the end of our questions. Thank you very much, Shane, for your questions. Yeah, it's good. Um, if anyone else has got questions, please send them in and we'll yeah. do our best to answer them. I'd also um, like to know if other people have got um, what what your dream four balls would be. S- yeah. Send us them. I'd like that. I think, I think we'll do a post with that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, from the last podcast, I never got round to doing a post about the the bets. But as you as you now know, we didn't do very well on them. But hmm. I will definitely do a post about uh, the golf about our dream four ball. So we want to hear what you guys what your guys um, dream four ball is. Hmm. So definitely like Instagram messages or email us about that. And again, like Rob said, questions you know send them on. We'll happily answer them. In fact, like, I listened. To, you know, like answering these have been quite fun again. So, yeah. So, good. So, if anyone would like to email us, Rob, where could they get hold of us? Uh, it is averagegolfsociety at gmail.com. Great. How can they follow us on Instagram? What's our, our username? At the average golf. Perfect. All one word. Just a little shout out as well to Northern Ball Markers. He made us some awesome ball markers with. Um, oh, yeah. That, Didn't he just? That, at the average golf on the back they are awesome mate thank you so much Rob took a video of using his in the wild on Sunday mm. um, that's amazing so good if, if you don't follow him follow him because he's pretty good he's so good um, reasonably priced as well uh, so the other thing is if you're listening to this podcast just give us a little review and a rating yeah it only takes a second why not yeah. it's as easy as sending a text unless it's under three stars then just don't bother <laughs> <laughs> I'd like no, to but... hear one star reviews I want people to do that I want to I want to be slated and if like you know like tell your friends share it on Instagram if you listen to us because if like um, today we've had a few people share that they're listening to us and they're following us so if you do like we'll share it on our page as well it's really nice to hear people listen to our podcast and like I said it before as well, it's just really weird that people are actually listening to us talk about golf. I never mm-hmm. thought that would happen. But it's good, really good. Yeah. So on that delightful note, um, I shall see you later, Rob. Yes, as always, Warren, it was a pleasure speaking with you. You too. Good night. Good night. Good night.